Hello everybody and welcome to the Chenzor Dynasty. My name is James Chen here on twitch.tv slash jchenzor and this is your host Nathan the Cat, uh, your host of the Chenzor Dynasty here. I'm just his pet and currently I am also his cat bed <laughs> and that's the way it goes. But, um, you know, the other crazy thing, too, is he comes up with all these topics for me to talk about, and then he doesn't do any work. He just lies here and makes me talk about it. He, he's the ideas guy. He's the ideas guy. I just keep saying these, you know, this, and uh, I, I have to do all the work. I do all the editing. He just tells me what to do all day, and right now he's like, you must uh, be a cat bed. You must be a cat bed. So that's what I am right now. I am a cat bed. So welcome. While he sleeps and naps, I'm going to go ahead and talk about some topics here. And the topic that we have uh, in um, question is just, you know, rough times ahead for the fighting game community. Uh, before I officially started this episode, I always talk to my chat a little bit. And we're already talking about, you know, some of these uh, tournaments that are having problems. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, shoutouts Artemis for the subscription here. We are now at 321 subs. One of the tricky things about this, honestly, is that, um, uh, I'll get into that later on. But, uh, you know, Whole Muffin actually said in the chat, we're going to need a TARP program for the FGC, seeing what's happened to Michigan Masters, NCR, uh, Big E. You know, it tells me this isn't scalable, especially for smaller scenes. Starix in the chat said that John Choi said if he's on the hook for a venue fee, he's done. Um, you know, there's all this sort of crazy things. And, you know, Michigan Masters, uh, one of the organizers for that, the IC Glaceon, um, who helps run the event, has just put out a tweet where she said that uh, they can't run it this year. And because they have to cancel it this year, Michigan Master is done because it's just going to be too expensive to cancel the event. And uh, that's it that they, they can't afford to run it uh, the next month, uh, the next year. So unfortunately, Michigan Masters is probably done. And so, you know, we're kind of in this really, really unfortunate situation, you know. And, and I was saying this uh, before I started this episode, and it's kind of what made me want to just start the episode right away, was that um, I'm really frustrated because this is why I was so mad at the narrative that FGC events made a ton of money. There were people out there who used to say, oh, the TOs pocket all this money. They do all this, uh, you know, work. They, 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 they make all this money off of the people. Why don't they, you know, put it in the pots, give it back to... You know, there was always this kind of idea that TOs made a crap ton of money. And, and the truth about it is TOs didn't really make much money at all. Now, obviously, the bigger events like EVO, EVO definitely makes, you know, a good chunk of money. Uh, CEO probably made money as well, but even still, now CEO, you know, he had to cancel Dreamland or, or roll back Dreamland. He's waiting for the state to, to cancel it so that he can have a force majeure clause uh, to help him get some money back. But if he cancels it on his own right now, he's on the hook for a ton of money. So even though these events can make money, the amount of money that you have to put into the event before you make the money is gigantic. So it's a huge risk every single time people put money into these events. It's a gigantic risk. Like if, uh, if uh, you know, an event can make a decent amount of money, they have to go into the hole a lot before they can actually start making that money back. Your claw is stuck on my shirt, Nathan. Oh, God, look at this guy. Uh, Choi said he's on the hook for 50K this year and another 10K if he has to cancel next year too. So there you go. So 50K on the hook over here. Now, Choi uh, probably might be able to... Uh, uh, weather that storm a little bit, but... Uh, it's just obviously who wants to who wants to be out 50k and that might actually you know that could bankrupt him potentially that could be a huge problem and yeah see like it's it's crazy that people are surprised 
that it could cost 50k to run an event like NCR as small as it is. Those venues are expensive. You have to pay for a lot of stuff ahead of time. You know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if something like Evo cost upwards to a million dollars to run. You know, I mean, I'm sure they make a lot of money back from a lot of the booths that they can sell the spaces for and a lot of the venue fees and such. But, you know, you've already got, you know, internet costs that are going to go all the way up into like the, the, the six figures. You've already got stage costs that can probably go close to that as well. Uh, it's crazy how much it costs to run these events. And like I said, sure, some of them probably make enough money to uh, make a profit afterwards, regardless of how much they cost. But again, every time you run an event like this, it is a risk. It is something that you are spending all this money on and you have to spend all this money on ahead of time. They don't give you the bill after the event. <laughs> you pay for everything before the event and uh, to plan for everything. And so, you know, you're just in a situation where you are on the hook for so much money. And if anything uh, can't, forces it to cancel, you're out a lot of money, unless you can get some sort of a force majeure clause or something. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it. David could probably talk about it a little bit more. In fact, this Tuesday, we should probably talk about it a little bit more. But Jabali said he can't cancel Dreamland on his own. He has to keep running it unless the city shuts it down because if the city shuts it down, then he has legal recourse to not have to play to pay the venue fee. If he cancels it of his own accord, then he has to pay it. Now, John Choi had his venue shut down by the city, so hopefully he's not on the hook for the 50k, but somebody is, and something's gotta happen. So we'll have to figure out uh, what happens in this situation. And you know, I mean, Choi San is, I mean. <laughs> We'd like to think that we're all sitting here rolling uh, uh, in the money, but that's not really the case. And Zepio, Corona is not only killing boomers. It's it, The only reason why it's, it's hurting them is because they're older. And the defense, you know, as you get older, as you get to my age, I mean, I'm technically a... Uh, I don't know if I'm a boomer, actually. I don't think I am a boomer. I'm right. I, I, I am definitely more um, millennial by brain than I am by age but the thing about it is that you know the older you get the worse your uh you know your body is at fighting diseases and so it's just taking out a bunch of these people uh yeah I'm I'm Gen X I'm Gen X but like I said I'm more millennial minded uh than I am uh Gen X or you could even ask my brother, even back when I was in college and high school, I used to complain about how stupid the school systems were, how unprogressive they were. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm usually not a kind of person who likes to brag, but I've always been very progressive and I've always been very, very astute on these observations and uh, you know one of the reasons why I'm such a fan of Bernie Sanders is because he's just so goddamn consistent with what he talks about and uh, that's kinda how I've been my whole entire life I've always talked about these things I've always talked even when I had a job and I was signing up for medical care I was like this is a joke medical care is a big joke they just make it confusing I've always been of this mindset that this world is kinda fucked up and like things aren't uh, going the way that they should be I've always been about compassion towards other and trying to do a lot of these things that uh, make the world a better kind of place and uh i i've recognized very early on that we're all just in a system that's designed to make us as a part of the machine as possible as opposed to uh really promoting individuality promoting creativity and promoting societal growth um uh, yeah, stress can compromise your immune system worse than a lot of medically diagnosed issues. Yes, anabeses. And in fact, uh, I mean, I always felt like I got a lot. I mean, I, I have headaches a lot, uh, much less nowadays than I used to. Uh, I used to wait. I, there used to be a period in my life when I was in uh, college and a little bit after college 
that when I woke up in the morning, there was a 60 to 70% chance I would wake up with a massive headache to the point where I used to take Advil every night before I went to sleep uh, just so I didn't wake up with a headache. But then I found out I became addicted to Advil. And if I didn't take it, then the headache was even worse when I woke up. So I had to... Um, I basically had to uh, stop it and suffer through like a week or two of just like the most blistering headaches when I woke up. Uh, since then, I've seen a chiropractor. She's recommended me better pillows. And so now I don't have that much as much. But also, it probably helps that I do take antidepressants so that when I'm going to sleep, I'm not as depressed or stressed. Now, Obviously, the last couple of days have been very stressful, and I have been very stressed, and I do wake up with headaches, and I do have a headache right now, but, you know, it's not terrible, and uh, all I need to do is just bust out a Pepsi pretty soon, and I think I should uh, work pretty well. 8-Bit Barbarian, yes, uh, I, that's another reason why I don't wake up with headaches as much anymore, 8-Bit Barbarian. I do sleep with the CPAP mask now. And it's made a world of a difference. This is my uh, PSA, public service announcement for everybody out there. Now, of course, you know, we're talking about the healthcare and all of the healthcare problems that we have. Obviously, seeing a sleep study, taking a sleep study, or seeing a doctor to check for sleep apnea is not easy. However, if you do have the capabilities of, uh, seeing a sleep doctor because you wake up with headaches because you snore very loudly if you snore very loudly that is something to check up on if you are constantly sleepy and tired please do yourself a major service and get a sleep test performed my life before CPAP and after CPAP are so vastly different and I didn't even know I had the sleep apnea problem until uh, my ex-girlfriend just told me that I stopped breathing in my sleep like I would just literally just stop breathing and I would start choking and uh, because of that I went and got a, a, a test and they were like absolutely you have sleep apnea and um, you know, when I used to go to work, I used to go to work and during lunch, I would just have my head down the whole entire time. I would just be like, uh, in a fog, in a fog constantly. And then um, all of a sudden I got the CPAP mask and literally the first day I was at lunch and my brother was like, you are a completely different person. You are an absolute, completely different person today. And it's crazy. It's crazy how much it makes a difference. And I didn't even realize it. That's how bad it is that when you have the sleep apnea and you're sleeping poorly, you don't even realize how bad it is. You just think it's life. You just think that that's the way normal life is. You're, you're always in a fog. And it's really, really awful. And it's something that you don't want to... Uh, go through. So if you do snore very loudly, if you wake up and you find yourself tired all the time, if your partner tells you that you stop breathing in your sleep, you know, yes, you have to sleep with a mask on. I used to be a front sleeper. I slept on the front of my face. I've had to learn how to sleep on the side of my face, on the edge of a pillow. So the mask uh, kind of bleeds off to the edge of it. You know, because I can't sleep on my back. I cannot sleep on my back. It's just, it's impossible. Um, it's awkward. You have to bring it with you everywhere you go. Now, a CPAP counts as a free carry-on item <clears throat> on the plane. So if you are bringing it, your CPAP in your case, it is a free carry-on. If any airline tells you that you cannot bring it on for free, you can raise a stink with them. It is required by law that medical devices are free carry-ons. Uh, you should definitely get one. Is it awkward? Yes. I mean, I have to get one and I have to keep buying distilled water so that it can, um, you know, humidify the air and everything like that. And I went to the store to buy some 
distilled water. I couldn't even find distilled water. You're not even supposed to drink distilled water and everybody's buying up distilled water as well. It's crazy. Uh, was it a pain to get used to sleeping with uh, blocks with face? I mean, funny uh, handle with that, <laughs> considering we're talking about uh, a face mask and how it blocks your sleeping properly. Uh, it did not take me a long time to get used to. However, I am the kind of person that uh, I get, I, I, I meld into physical things very easily. Uh, when I first even got hard contacts, it took me about a day to get used to them. Uh, with the CPAP mask, it took me almost no time to feel fine sleeping with one on. Um, it's just, it's inconvenient. It's, you, I mean, some people feel like, you know, oh my God, I'm sleeping with this mask on. It's awful, whatever. But it's going to make such an improvement to your life, honestly. Um, yeah, April Annihilation got canceled. Uh, the uh, NorCal Regionals got canceled. So those are two of the MVC2 qualifiers. So obviously, uh, we're going to have to reschedule both of those. But I don't know uh, how that's going to work. Dude, Crackpron, I had to. I had to wear hard contacts because I had really terrible astigmatism. And uh, the soft contacts wouldn't work. Now, of course, today, soft contacts can work for astigmatism, but that's when I got LASIK, and so I've never had to worry about it for the longest time. So, Also, I do want to give a shout-out to DJ Blues in the chat. He says that he's a substitute teacher. His district just shut down, so it's going to be at least a month without pay, and it's going to hurt like hell financially. Uh, hi, Mr. Henry, uh, mentioned earlier that he's here because, uh, he couldn't go to work and then, uh, two dozen of his friends got laid off because of the virus. Uh, everybody, um, is suffering from this and I know it's not just a, uh, oh, why not get a water filter instead? Ask Hope Muffin because you have a mask on. The water filter is not going to help you at all. This mask is literally pushing air into your mouth because if you stop breathing, it starts to pump harder. It can detect whether or not you're breathing air and in and out. So if you have it covering your mouth like this, water filters outside aren't going to help. So it's built into the machine so that it heats and evaporates water in the tank so that it pumps humid air into your mouth. Whenever I run out of the water and I forget to fill it up, the next morning you wake up and you've got the worst case of dry mouth in the world. Ugh, it's awful. Uh, yeah, Evo is probably waiting for Evo to lay the ha for for Vegas to lay the hammer down as well. We lost the final round. Uh, it's uh, it's frustrated. It's it's frustrating kind of situation here. Thank you to Savage Leonidas for the subscription. Suck my nuts, Savage Leonidas. And um, you know what the worst thing about this whole thing is? You know, I can sit here and talk about how as a commentator, I'm going to be, you know, my events are canceled. I'm not going to have as many events. And now I've got to rely on stream to try to supplement this thing. And so, hey, I'm out money. I'm not making any money this month. So please donate, subscribe and gift sub and all this stuff. But all of you guys out there are suffering the exact same goddamn thing, you know? And so it's, it's, a, it's a tough situation right now. It's like I can't, I can't with good conscience talk about that because I know everybody out there is also suffering. I mean, Artemis just subscribed right now, but, you know, I know she's a teacher. And so I know that this is affecting her equally as bad as everybody else, uh, as, as it is me. You know, it's 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 such a, a tough situation. Oh, thanks, Savage Leonidas. Apologies about the volume of the music. It was way too loud on those videos. And I've got a bunch more episodes to put out. I just need to sit down and uh, edit them. Edit them. So, uh, Gutex is always coming up with ideas. I'd have to see. Uh, I do have medical insurance right now, but I do pay a lot for it every month. But we'll see. Uh, Duck Helmet says he's a substitute teacher as well. His district is open, but I doubt it will last. Ooh, it's going crazy right now. Uh, it's kind of crazy. So, yep, all the classes are online. Uh, 
It's a it's a it's a tough situation, man. Uh, I wonder. I do wonder if studios in ja Japan are considering reconsidering netcode improvements. I do. I mean, Garo Mark of the Wolves, when they updated it on Steam with the Code Mystics, when Code Mystics updated it with their version of rollback, their version of GGPO, it sparked a huge boom in that game sales and also playtime. That's something they can't ignore. And not only that, but, um, you know, I've heard rumblings that, you know, the the surveys for Guilty Gear uh, at, Arc Re at, at, Arc World, at Arc World and at Frosty Faustings have been pretty overwhelming, you know, in terms of netcode being one of the most important things of the game in terms of rollback netcode. So they're definitely taking notice and they're definitely hearing about it. So, yeah, DJ Blues, but that's just the thing. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and say you guys need to donate or sub to me and everything like that because we're in a situation where everybody needs the help, especially guys like John Choi and Larry, Larry Dixon, Larry Scott, uh, Larry Shinblanca Dixon, right? Let's talk about Larry for a second. This guy's been running final round for forever. Uh, it's been around longer than Evo. You know, the first final round was just like a little gathering in his home and everything like that, but it's been 25 plus years that he's been running final round now. It's it's wild how long he's been running this, or has it just been about 25 years? He just had a kid. His kid, um, him and his wife had trouble uh, having kids. I don't know. I, I don't even know if I should talk about this, to be honest with you, but he just had a kid not too long ago, and he's finally has a family here and everything, and he has to cancel final round now, and so you got to imagine this guy's hurting. And, and, you know, the tweet that I retweeted was right. You know, Larry is a, a man with a lot of pride. Um, oh, thank you, Tamich, for continuing the gift sub. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, suck my nuts, Tamich. <laughs> um, but, you know, Larry is a good guy. He, he has a family. He probably is a little bit too prideful to ask for donations. But, you know... Uh, if you can help him out, it would be wonderful if you could help out John Choi, if you could help out Jabaili. Uh, all those guys could definitely use a lot of help out there. So, uh, WrestleMania was canceled. There you go. So, I know a friend of mine who was super excited to be able to go to watch WrestleMania uh, soon. And now, I guess she's not going to be able to go see that. Um yeah, final round already took that big blow. And, you know, a lot of that was, you know, because people were frustrated with the previous year of final round and then nobody went and he tried to solve the problem. But the damage had already been done. So he went back to the smaller venue and, you know, he's done a lot of good things. And, you know, final round has had its issues. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say final round has been the most perfectly run event. It's had its issues, but, you know, Larry's aware of this. He tried to fix it. He got the bigger venue. It didn't work out. It was bad timing. You know, he wasn't expecting the big Street Fighter V boom the very first year that Street Fighter V first came out. Who was expecting it to, you know, quadruple attendance? And it did, because he was the first event for Street Fighter V. And so it really uh, kind of messed him up in a lot of ways. It's, it's, it's crazy. Nightmare James, you're supposed to start a new job on Tuesday. Whew, yeah, I hope I hope that works out. So, uh, Night Slash says, I live in Las Vegas, and our governor issued a state of emergency. My university classes switched to online only, and the Las Vegas Convention Center that my parents work at canceled all conventions until the end of April. Only a matter of time before Evo gets canceled. Yeah, unless something happens in the next uh, couple of minutes. I mean, I'm sorry, in the next couple of weeks or months that something uh, happens. Yeah, Tamich, we need good content now more than ever when so much is canceled and you provide it and I'm happy to support. Well, thank you very much. And I will say this, that I do expect the content for today is actually going to be fantastic. I'm really excited about today's first attack. I'm actually kind of glad I canceled it because uh, yesterday and took put it to today because had I actually rushed and put it out yesterday, I don't think it would have been as nicely robust as I ended up making it uh, for today. I'm actually kind of eager for that because I've got some interesting presentation techniques that I'm going to try to use and hopefully uh, that works. 
what are you talking about C smooth? Is 5G causing this? I don't know what 5G, you talking about the cellular network? <laughs> uh, respiratory infections drop off during the summer months. If that happens, coronavirus, then Evo might be saved. Yeah, potentially, but I mean, uh, this thing is, seems a lot worse than just standard respiratory infection. So it's a little bit, uh, I, I don't think that that's, yeah, so Mikey's saying that uh, um, that's completely false. So, yeah, exactly. It's raging in the Middle East, and it's warm out there. <clears throat> uh, and Australia is in summer right now, so it's not hoping that it works. Uh, I mean, so that's not going to work that way as well. Uh, yeah, so what is TARP exactly, Ho Muffin? What is, uh, TARP? Five years unemployed and I'd hate to be out of a job again. God, I feel you, Nightmare James. I feel you, man. Oof. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird situation right now. It's rough times. It's rough times. But again, um, you know, I do have to fight for myself a little bit. So if you guys... Do enjoy the content and you do have a little bit of extra to sub or donate or you know contribute to the Chenzo dynasty especially if you see today's episode of first attack and you're like wow today's episode was really good and um you know uh thanks for the content kind of thing you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue i'm not gonna fight so um so many customers asking for water and hand sanitizer. TARP was the unpopular program to basically buy up the subprime mortgages and save the banking system. But the idea is the same. We consolidate our resources. We don't make TOs whole, uh, but we save them from basically dying. I see. I see. Oh, well, thank you, Tamich, for the gift sub to Nightmare James. Uh, paying it forward from your gift sub from Casey Snipes. Suck my nuts again, Tamich, and suck my nuts, Nightmare James. <laughs> uh, that's what I say to five-year unemployed people, suck my nuts, because I am such an asshole, dude. Oh, man. I don't know if you guys have been seeing my Twitter recently, but people trying to insist that I am a racist supremacist. I'm an Asian supremacist, man. I'm all about them Asians, and I hate people of all the color. <laughs> God, right, Don himself? I'm such an awful person. God, what a terrible human being I am. Oh, God. Um, but, you know, that's, 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 that's the internet for you. That's the internet for you. Uh, when you have people who aren't a fan of you, then uh, they will find every way to try to take you down as possible. <coughs> um... Uh, Tios can provide their excess merch. Maybe we can get folks to donate content. If it works, maybe we can extend help to individuals, contents creators who are hurts as well. Uh, <laughs> Shobu James, that's not even that's not even valid anyway because that's like saying my best friend is you know uh, so I can't be racist to the anyways. Yeah, that doesn't really work. Anyways, um. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, absolutely, DJ Blues. Absolutely, that's happening. Did you put a beard on my face, Neoac? That's actually kind of amazing. And shout-outs for the bits. Thank you for the bits, Blocks with Face. Uh, thank you very much. And that beard on my face is hilarious over there. Um... <laughs> that's the fighting game version of that. I'm not racist, I play... You know, I'm not racist against Asians. I play Chun-Li. I'm not racist against black people. I play Balrog, you know. Oh, uh, man. That's hilarious. Jeez. Uh, oh, the world, the world, the world, the world is uh, a fun place. <clears throat> but in any case, you know, uh, we are in a tough situation here at the for the fighting game community. And we're going to have to all try to figure this out. We're all going to have to make it work. Uh, it's tough for content creators because one of the, the things that Home Muffin says is that, you know, it's not scalable. And it's true because there's a ton of content creators out there. And before, you know, a lot of the content creators would get bits from here, bits from there. 
I don't mean the bits from the chat, but you know, donations here and there. Obviously, I've got a lot of my loyal viewers here. So, you know, very very loyal supporters. I appreciate all of you guys. You know, but if you're subbing to me, you're not subbing to somebody else, and you know that's potentially money that they could make. And now we're at a point right now where every content creator is hurting. And uh, a lot of the people, even the loyal viewers, can't really sub or donate anymore. So we are at a situation where uh, it's 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 tough. And I I don't I wouldn't even feel good if I was somebody sitting here and being like, just donate everything to me, you know, screw all the other content creators, because that's that's just not how my brain works. My brain is. Uh, the way my brain is wired, I'm always worried about other people. <laughs> I'm always worried about other people. <coughs> oh, is David playing right now? Is he playing? Okay. Uh, Beard Jasmine. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Bearded Jasmine. Yeah, we'll have to do some uh, squad. Oh, Riot just suspended the entire LCS season, huh? Is that the latest one right here? I mean, is anybody even surprised about any of this? I just feel like uh, this is all just uh, expected now. Yeah, I mean, we we're, we're all really are going to have to team up together and try to do stuff uh, together. Yeah, here we go. An update on the 2020 LCS and Academy Spring Split and finals from Chris Greeley, LCS Commissioner. Yep. There you go. Um, whew. Christ, reading some of these terrible tweets over here. Oh, God. Uh, how will you command the Chenzor dynasty and lead us through crisis? I'm going to try to be the most benevolent emperor possible. So I ask that you donate all of your farm goods and, you know, raise tax. And I'm going to tax all of you so that I can raise an army. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all the locals near you shut down. Yeah, I know it's weird. LCS could definitely do stuff online. They probably should, to be honest with you, try to do stuff online and everything. But don't take my last sheep. Ugh. Screw Catan, man. That game hates me so much. <clears throat> but yeah, we're kind of in a in a rough place. But that's the case for everybody. So I'm not going to sit here and say that I have it worse than anybody else. I'm also lucky because I have a lot of family who can support me. I have friends who can support me as well. Uh, you know, so if, even if I do go into massive debt at this point in time, I would have some family that at least would be able to loan me some money and help me out in those situations. So, <clears throat> I mean, let's just put it this way, right? We could be Corona beer. I mean, honestly... <laughs> Nobody has it worse than them, and far be it for me to have sympathy for a beer company, but Jesus, like, how unfortunate is that for them? That's just, uh, that's awful. And it is awful, too, because uh, there is a lot of situations out there where, uh, you know, Chinese restaurants are not being supported anymore because of the racism out there. You know, a lot of people... Uh, um, uh, a lot of people out there are, are feel like it's, you know, the Asian people that are causing this, even though, you know, you know, Italy has the biggest uh, report. You know, I saw this infographic that showed the count of um, confirmed cases of coronavirus over the past month and, you know, how it grew grows. And right now Italy has the highest. But again, that's only just because it's the highest confirmed cases. Like, it had like 10,000 some cases, and the U.S. had like 800 or something. But, God, if we could actually get tests. I mean, people are trying to get tests, and they go to hospitals, and the hospitals are literally turning them away because they just don't have tests. They don't have the ability to do the tests. And shout-outs, by the way, to, uh, what's her name? Was it Kate Hopkins, I think it was? was Senator Kate? Oh, no, not Senator, but CDC 
Uh, Representative Kate Hopkins, I think was her name. What's her name? Let me see if I can find this because, good God, that was the most amazing thing yesterday. Uh, Katie Porter, thank you, thank you, Shobu James. Uh, Katie Porter, shout outs to Katie Porter, dude, because that was amazing. Did you guys watch this? Uh, oh, she's from Orange Co County? She's from Orange County? Oh, shout outs to Katie Porter even more than. Dude, how many of you have not seen this video? If you haven't seen this video, I'm just going to play it here on the stream for you guys. Uh... Because this thing is just, it's so impressive, dude. Um, if you guys haven't seen this yet, this thing is, let me see if I can get this guys for you. I'm going to turn up the volume here. Dr. Cadillac, for someone um, without insurance, do you know the out-of-pocket cost of a complete blood count test? No, ma'am, not, not immediately. Do you have a ballpark? Out of, with a copay, man? No, the out of pocket, just the, the typical cost. Uh, I do not, man. Okay, the CBC, a CBC typically costs about $36. What about the out of pocket cost for a complete metabolic panel? Man, I'd have to pass on that as well. You have any idea you want to take a ballpark? I would say $75. Okay, 58 Getting closer. How about flu A? The flu A test. Ma'am, again, I'd take a guess at about maybe 50. 43? Flu, this is like the price is right. Flu B? Too high again. I would, I would probably say 44. That's good. How about the cost of an ER visit for someone identified as high severity and threat? I'm sorry, ma'am, what was the question again? How about the cost of an ER visit for somebody identified as having high severity or high threat? High severity, ma'am, that's probably about three to $5,000. That is $1,151. It this all totals up to $1,331. That's assuming they aren't kept in isolation. Isolation can add up for one family already, $4,000. And fear of these costs are gonna keep people from being tested, from getting the care they need, and from keeping their communities safe. We live in a world where 40% of Americans cannot even afford a $400 unexpected expense. We live in a world where 33% of Americans put off medical treatment last year. And we have a $1,331 expense, conservatively, just for testing for the coronavirus. Testing, not for treatment. Dr. Redfield, do you want to know who has the coronavirus and who doesn't? Yes. Not just rich people? But everybody who might have the virus? All of America. Dr. Redfield, are you familiar with 42 CFR 71.3130? Excuse me. 42 CFR 71.30. Um, uh, the Code of Federal Regulations that applies to the CDC. 42 CFR 71.30. <laughs> I think if you could frame the, what it talks about, that would help me. I'm, I okay. Dr. Redfield, I'm, I'm pretty well known as a questioner on the Hill for, for not, not tipping my hand. I literally communicated to your office last night and received confirmation that I was going to be asking you about 42, .7, 42 CFR 71.30. This provides the director may authorize payment for the care and treatment of individuals subject to medical exam quarantine, isolation, and conditional release. That I know about, and my office did tell me that. I just didn't know the numbers, ma'am. That's Congresswoman. Great. So you're familiar. Dr. Redfield, will you commit to the CDC right now using that existing authority to pay for diagnostic testing free to every American regardless of insurance? Well, I can say that we're going to do everything to make sure everybody can no, get the care No, not good enough. Reclaiming my time. Dr. Redfield, you have the existing authority. Will you commit right now to using the authority that you have vested in you under law that provides in a public health emergency for testing, treatment, exam, isolation without cost, yes or no? What I'm going to say is I'm going to review it in detail with no, CDC I'm and the department. No, I'm reclaiming my time. Dr. Redfield, respectfully, I wrote you this letter along with my colleagues 
Rosa DeLora and Lauren Underwood. Congressman Underwood and Congressman DeLora. We wrote you this letter one week ago. We quoted that existing authority to you and we laid out this problem. We asked for a response yesterday. The deadline and the time for delay has passed. Will you commit to invoking your existing authority under 42 CFR 71.30 to provide for coronavirus testing for every American regardless of insurance coverage? What I was trying to say is that CDC is working with HHS now to see how we operationalize that. Dr. Redfield, I hope that that answer weighs heavily on you because it is going to weigh very heavily on me and on every American family. Well, our intent is to make sure every American gets the care and treatment they need at this time of this major epidemic, and I'm currently working with HHS to see how to best operationalize it. Dr. Redfield, you don't need to do any work to operationalize. You need to make a commitment to the American people so they come in to get tested. You can operationalize the payment structure I, tomorrow. I think, I think you're an excellent questioner, so my answer is yes. Excellent. Everybody in America hear that. You are eligible to go get tested for coronavirus and have that covered regardless of insurance. Please, if you believe you have the illness, follow precautions. Call first. Do everything the CDC and Dr. Fauci, God bless you for guiding Americans in this time. But do not let a lack of insurance worsen this crisis. And I would just like to echo what you said. It's a public health, a very important public health that those are those individuals that are in the shadows can get the health care that they need during this, this time of us responding to this outbreak. God damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> God, seriously, shout outs to Katie Porter, man. Oh, God. Whew. Shout outs, honestly. Uh, I mean, that's just the thing. That's the worst thing about it, right? I mean, when you think about this kind of situation that we're in, that is the absolute worst part of the whole situation, is that this uh, Director Redfield guy knows exactly that if he says no in interest of helping the healthcare industry make money, he is a complete asshole, that he is evil. He knows in his heart, he knows that if he says no, that he is evil. And that's the worst thing about it is, the people who propagate the situation are fully cognizantly aware that they are doing evil and they will not yield to trying to not be evil. That's the craziest part to me. He is 100% fully aware that he is on the wrong side and yet that's what it took him to commit to giving free tests for everybody to see if they have the coronavirus. This is the kind of society we live in right now. Uh, you know, and it's it's wild because, you know, I talked about this on the Tuesday show. One of my friends on Facebook has been talking about this weird theory that, you know, we all live in a simulation. I'm sure you guys have all heard that, that we're not actually alive, that we're living in a simulation, like kind of like the, the Matrix kind of thing like that. And I, I just have to believe it because I just feel like the people who are running the simulation are trying to throw everything they can at us right now to see if they can convince the wealthy to stop hoarding money. And they can't. So they're like, all right, well, we'll try this. Okay, hey, let's make the world start falling apart with uh, climate change. Let's start a fire in Australia. Let's flood this country. Let's do all this stuff. Nope, nothing's happening. Okay, well, uh, let's get this orange Cheeto 
you know, elected to president. And let's see if we can get that stopped because now he'll put it all up in the forefront. Nope, that didn't stop it. All right, let's throw this disease out here and let's wipe out the entire uh, planet, even though the planet has absolutely the capability of working together and trying to figure out. Nope, that's not stopped. I feel like the people trying to do this simulation right now are just flabbergasted. They're just like, what the heck? Like, we've thrown everything at them and it's not changing. What is happening? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Uh, it's wild. I mean, I, I, I don't believe we're in a simulation, but goddamn, I kind of feel like I would feel better if I knew we were in a simulation and the reason why this is happening is because the guy is playing Sims and making Godzilla attack us. <laughs> It's just like, uh, you know what? Screw this. Let's see what happens. Let's see if my city can handle this. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously the simulator. I mean, is it really nonsense, Ocean from Blue? Is it really nonsense considering how advanced we get and as time goes, you know, logically speaking, it probably has a, there is a probability of it. Now, obviously, um, most likely not, but it's a fun theory to think about. It, it, it's such a fun thing to, to, to think about, so. Oh, man. <laughs> yep, Jansen Limbs destroying the planet. Yep. <laughs> Hitting the button and sending Godzilla, to, or Bowser, I should say, sending Bowser to come destroy the city because I played Sims on the, net, on the SNES. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Someone better. I mean, the craziest thing about it is a lot of times stuff happens in the world and you're just like, man, there's no way this could be a coincidence or this is how life could work. Like, this is way too coincidental. And so it feels like someone is fucking with you up there. You know, it feels like somebody's out there like going, huh, that's interesting. I'm going to do this. You know, maybe executive function is just maybe the reason why some of us have executive function disorders because our players are lazy and they don't log in every day. <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny. Oh, gosh. Like I said, I think some people want to believe in the simulation theory just because it almost makes you feel better about the world. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Fun times ahead for the FGC, but like I said, it's happening to everybody. Uh, I think it is a good idea to try to do something to, to, to consolidate the FGC and form some sort of solidarity that can help a lot of different people. We definitely need to do something about this. So, uh, <laughs> my hand was going to reach to the screen. Oh, you mean I can heal your coronavirus, right? Put, put your hand on the screen. Put your hand on the screen. Touch my hand and... We will heal this together. We will take care of the coronavirus. All we have to do is put faith in our Lord and Almighty RN Jesus to make sure that we are lucky enough to be taken care of. And also, all of your matchups will no longer be bad, and your characters will get buffed every season. And now, the one thing that I recommend is that you wipe your monitor for touching the screen because you, the monitor, you don't know what's on that monitor. Go wash your hands and make sure you sing a 20 second song as you wash your hands and as you clean your monitor so that we will all not catch this virus. <laughs> You're feeling Chen's <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> Oh my god. And shoutouts DJ Blues for the Twitch Prime subscription. Thank you. Thank you very much. Seven months. Seven! Oh man. Yeah, that's what I'm parroting at Hitsoshura. Man. <laughs> Trying an experimental infotainment short video tutorial? Absolutely, Tagman Inc. I would love to do a lot of things to, to try to improve the educational process here through better entertainment. Uh, uh, all of them, Nutacon, all of them. Uh, Jabali needs a lot of shout outs. 
uh, John Choi, the guys running Michigan Masters, Big E, who runs April Annihilation. Uh, I, I think I just mentioned John Choi already. Larry Shinblanca Dixon, who runs Final Round. All of these guys need a lot of props and a lot of help. So, uh, okay. So, in any case, uh, let's do the first attack episode here. Uh, again, no Ask Jay Chenzor, because it's been pretty much an interactive discussion this whole entire time here. Um, and in fact, I think people actually kind of like the longer episodes of Chen Reaction anyway, so me trying to make them short, you know, I was doing it so that I could link it to people so they wouldn't have to feel like they watched a big long thing. Ah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, this one will definitely go up as one uh, whole entire thing. But today we're going to be uh, talking about attack vectors uh, on in fighting games, in first attack. And again, this is going to be, I think, a really fun episode. And I think this is going to be a very educational episode. This is one of my favorite episodes that I've done in the past. And I know it's been the favorite of a lot of other people as well. Because uh, I think it's an important concept that nobody talks about in fighting games. And so Mr. Henry asked, what is that? Hitboxes? And you're going you're gonna to find out very soon. So this is going to be a great episode of First Attack coming up. It's going to change how you look at fighting games if you aren't already looking at fighting games this way. So this is going to be a fun episode. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, hopefully it should be edited and uploaded already for you guys for your uh, uh, viewing pleasure if not then that means I'm saving it to be released on Monday because releasing videos on the weekend is bad YouTube strategy so I might put it out on Monday so this Chen reaction might go up during the weekend so it might not be up yet so if you don't see the attack vectors episode up yet it should be up on Monday but thanks guys for tuning in here for the Chen reaction don't go anywhere if you are here on Twitch because uh, First Attack is starting up very soon. Again, to those of you here on Twitch, I do not have the chat open when I do First Attack. I do not read the chat questions. So please, if you do have a question, save it. And uh, after I finish First Attack, I then open up to do a Q&A session so people can ask it. But I do not respond to questions immediately during First Attack so that I am able to present the information as quickly and as uh, concisely as possible. For those of you here on YouTube, definitely like and subscribe uh, to the chat, uh, to this video. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube. Leave a comment below on, you know, you know, how many, on anybody that you know that is suffering through this time, you know, people losing jobs and any ideas you guys have on how we can help all each other, how we can really kind of, you know, embrace this compassion and empathy towards all other human beings on this planet so that we can, you know, survive as a, as a planet. Um, through these hard times. So um, thanks guys for watching and I will be back uh, on Twitch with First Attack right after this.